This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi. Hey. This is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. And we're professional podcasters. Yeah, we're recording this <laughs> on the day it's supposed to come out. Oh, we're so good at this. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's. Listen, like, and we've had a lot of sickness going between the both Lord, of us. I've been sick forever. I'm not right now. No. I had everything that you could possibly have in December. Every, And then a yeah, migraine virus. that lasted forever. Yeah. Like, after all that ended. Uh, and then Lauren got sick. Oh, it's and terrible. I ate weird food truck food. Don't do that. <laughs> I love food truck food, but I yeah, know. that makes you sick. So we thought we would do just a fun ghost story yeah. episode this week. Yeah, I'm sure you all are missing them a little bit yeah. from our side pieces. Well, it's funny because we will still get them sporadically. And I will yeah, be I guess like, it's where people are like catching up listening and we've yeah. asked for them. And they're like, I don't know if you still want these. And so let's just, we always want yeah, them. Yeah, we want them regardless of what day And is. we will just every now and then put an episode together or throw one in an episode yep. or whatever, like we've been doing. Yep. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. You can just keep sending whenever you want. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we want to talk about? No? I don't think so. Then here we go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Karen, Megan. Hey. Sorry if I've spelled your names wrong. No, you didn't. She said, my name is Rachel. Is it though? Nope. Also Kara. Her name is Kara. <laughs> what a great name. Spelled it the same way. Yeah. And then she lives in a city in California. That she, even she was like, don't try to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Tehachapi. Tehachapi. Just put a K in there somewhere. She said, we live on old Indian lands. When I moved here from Huntington Beach, I had a number of experiences living in my dad's house. My dad was a terrible alcoholic and would get abusive sometimes. And the more he drank, the weirder things got. And then she adds, my dad is absolutely amazing, sober, and the best granddad ever for my girls. He loves me so much and is a beautiful person but had many struggles during my life and I got thrown in the mix in my teens. He was only verbally abusive and sometimes would get violent. Hmm. At 17, I was back and forth between my dad's house and a boyfriend's house at the time. I was afraid to be home with my dad because he was drunk most of the time, Hmm. but my best friend, my dog was there. So I would Hmm. go home. I was too afraid to stay with my boyfriend because during this time he was off cheating and I'd be left in the home alone with his dad who was being creepy and making sexual advances on me. No, you've had a life. (sighs) Men. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, I'm going to take a quick sidebar for a second. Yeah. Because I was talking with a friend of mine the other day about how, and he's a man. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I say stuff like men or uh-huh. whatever, he doesn't get offended because he's like, I, I know get I'm it. not yeah. one of those dudes. Yeah. Right. And that's what I always think. Because as a lot of you know, I just accidentally all the time make dudes angry on TikTok. Just it's I don't even funny know why. At this point, yeah, it, it, it's weird. Like I'm just like I don't even know how you found a way to be offended by like. How it, did it's you, not about yeah, you find me and yeah. then find me and get offended? Yeah, but if you're offended, yeah, then 
you're making it about you. Then it, yeah, then it's your problem. Yeah. Yeah. I would think if you're just a decent human, you'd be like, it's just like how you read something on the internet and you're like, uh-huh. I don't have to respond to this. Right. Exactly. Cause I am not threatened here. No, I'm just this going to move me. on. Yeah. Yeah. You can just move on. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but she, I don't, I don't like the dudes that young Kara is having to deal with here. No. All right. Anyway, when I would stay at my dad's, weird things would always occur. Cabinets and drawers would open and close in front oh. of me. The TVs would constantly turn off and on. My golden retriever would bark and growl at nothing. Oh, it's a golden retriever. Mm-hmm. And we would often hear boots walking up and down our hallway wood floors. Oh. I have photos taken in my room and in my closet. You can see faces. <gasps> nope. We counted seven. No, thank you. I still can't sleep with my closet door open. No. No. Who does that? I don't know. I will get up out of bed and be like, Gotta shut shut it. Somebody's gonna come out of it. My husband's family and my family and friends have all seen the photos. As things started to come to a head and really started to scare me, I started to have new experiences in my sleep. I would have these very vivid dreams of what I would describe as a man, bald with sharp (gasps) teeth and deep eyes. Sharp teeth? And his body was what I would describe as decomposing. Uh Uh-uh. Greenish gray. No. He would always speak in a language unknown to me and try to whisper things in my ear. Can you imagine him trying to whisper in your ear? I like your decomposing. I hate whispers, anyways. Hot breath, don't. Not from a dead. There's ghost well, regardless, like don't. As opposed to a live ghost. Yeah. Ooh. He would throw me around my room and throw me above his head. Scary. It, all in her vivid dreams. Yeah. Oh, okay. My family is Christian in faith, so I stayed pretty quiet about this, believing it to be demonic in nature. Well, oh yeah. My gosh. Yeah. The worst dream. She put dream in quotation marks happened one night and I had gotten away from him after being thrown across my room and I was screaming for my dad and trying to get to his room. This thing grabbed me by my throat and pushed me against the wall in our hallway, preventing me from reaching my dad's door. He then licked my face no. and started to breathe in my ear no. and whisper in his language. Ugh. I remember I started to pray and was asking God to help me and keep me from hearing what he was saying. I heard this thing tell me to say his name, and I said no. He tried to tell me his name three times, and each time I called out to God and was prevented from hearing his name as he hissed in my ear. Oh, my gosh. I awoke so afraid. I have chills. Yeah, same. I must also mention that the next morning I had bruises on my body (gasps) where I had been thrown and tossed about. Oh. Oh my gosh. I prayed on my knees that morning and probably did not sleep a solid night again for weeks. Yeah. I would know. Thank you. Whoa. Uh, finally, exhausted months later from lack of sleep and working 10 hour shifts at a doctor's office. Oh my gosh. I drifted into a super deep sleep. During this sleep, I dreamt of peace and felt loved, warm, held. When I opened my eyes in this dream, I had the most powerful white wings holding me. So powerful, yet so soft and safe. Oh. In regards to the photo evidence, Google updated on my cloud two years ago, oh, and I have not been able to find that one particularly creepy photo. Oh. The other photos taken that day are there, but the one with faces is missing. Somehow. Google said this doesn't belong here. <laughs> Get this <laughs> out of here. Get this out. I never again had those dreams, and when I finally talked about it, a friend told me it was an incubus. Weird things continued to happen in my dad's home up until he sold the house and property years later. After I was married and took my dogs and cats, I never returned there. That's my creepy story time. Thank you if you've read this far. Welcome. Oh, and gosh. then for Kara, she has a weird arrest story. Oh, fun. Because was- Megan's been arrested, you know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about that in a while. I was 18. It was a Jimmy Buffett concert. I had and a great time. Was just- I didn't have as good of a time as I should have had to get arrested. Right. Exactly. I was just holding a wine cooler. Jeez. 
It was a great bonding moment for me and my friend Chris, though, because he also got arrested. We got to hang out. (laughs) All right. So I was once arrested at my dad's house at 16 years old. Two police officers arrived looking for my older half brother who was hiding in our garage. I allowed the officers in and told them where he was. (laughs) I was making lunch after school and minding my business, but was arrested for laughing at my brother being arrested. What? association because they assumed that since he was on drugs, I must have been too. I can't. Uh, I was not, and charges had to be dropped after an illegal search of my room turned up weed. My parents were in Vegas at the time. I ended up staying the night in jail, and it was a mess. My dad felt so guilty. Oh, That just feels wrong on so many levels. That is very wrong on so many levels. Thanks again. I really love listening to you guys. Love always, Kara. Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) And then again, she said, from whatever city this is. And then again, in parentheses, she's just like, don't. (laughs) I just call it to To snatch a pee pee is what she calls it. So Um, maybe it's to hatch a pee. To hatch a pee. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Here's another one. Um, Hey, ladies. My name is Zoe, and I have been a listener for a while. After a recent visit back to see my folks and brother, I have decided to send y'all my stories. Y'all. Keep in mind, my family is very superstitious. They have all seen, heard, and felt things throughout my childhood. Okay. I'm sorry about how long this is. No. Never apologize. Yeah. All right. The first house we lived in was in Omaha, Nebraska in the early 2000s. I was little, but I recall that the door of my bedroom would jam shut. Nope. And we wouldn't be able to get out of the <gasps> room without someone basically kicking it <gasps> Due to this, my bedroom door was never closed, so one would think our pets would come in and out of my room freely, but they all avoided it like the plague. Oh. I had a net over my bed that would hold all of my stuffed animals, and after a while, I began to start telling my parents that something was sitting in it at night. No, thank you. (sighs) Mind you, I had a waterbed. Love it. Remember waterbeds. I love them so much. But part of my nightly ritual was lining stuffed animals around the border of my bed to protect me from whatever was bothering me at night. That's so cute. The last time I remember doing this, something jumped so hard onto the bed that my body was lifted into the air and slammed back down into the bed, knocking the wind out of me, while also throwing all my little protectors off the bed. Oh, no. After that, I desperately wanted a regular bed. We did not stay in the home long and actually moved directly next door at one point where I continued to feel like I was being touched at night and watched constantly. Oh my gosh, no thank you. I would never sleep. No. When I was in fourth grade, we moved to a better part of Omaha that had better schools and safer neighborhoods. I remember we were all super excited to get moved in, but shortly after, I started hearing things again. My parents' bedroom was directly across the hall from mine and for some reason always smelled like death. That's terrible. What? Both my mother and I would complain of someone singing at night, both hearing a woman. Oh, my God. My dad would see a figure walking down the hallway at night, sometimes going between my bedroom and my parents, other times popping its head out of the bathroom <sighs> to look at him for a second. Oh, no. My little brother would hear things, but it didn't seem like he had many experiences compared to the rest of us. Maybe he was just better at ignoring it. As I started getting older, my mother and I began to verbally fight a lot, a clash of personalities and hormones on my side, but it always ended with me going to bed early. I would wake in the middle of the night to the sound of someone pacing between my room and my parents' room over and over again. It would walk the three strides between our doors. Mm. After one particularly bad fight, we both went to bed angry and had an experience we couldn't explain. My mother thought my dad had gotten off work early, came into the room, leaned over her, and gave her a kiss on the side of her head. He didn't get home until a few hours after that. So, of course, she was spooked and told him about it that night. I was woken up by the feeling of someone sitting on my bed and leaning over me. I was terrified, so I didn't move or open my eyes. In the morning, I told my dad about it and how scared I was of what had happened. 
to which he made my mother tell me what had happened to her. Oh my God. But it sounds like a grandma, like, right? A ghost who's like, I've got to get along. I love you. I love you, honey. Okay. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> being a mom's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Having a mom is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting at the edge of her bed. My brother and I were always afraid to stay home alone. So anytime our mother was going out to the store, we would beg to join her. <laughs> One day, my parents left and we were home alone, sitting in our living room, talking when I noticed something pop up from the stairs leading to the basement. No, I turned to my brother asking if he, <laughs> nope, if he saw what I saw. And before he could say anything, there was a pounding directly on the floor between our feet. <gasps> it sounded like someone banging their fist on the wall, but shook the entire floor. <gasps> We screamed and called our parents, begging for them to come home. Yeah. And when they got back, we told them all about it. And they tried to comfort us. But the only time I stayed home alone after that was if I was incredibly sick. Oh, my gosh. My freshman year of high school, my grandmother came to visit us. I had moved to the basement temporarily. So she slept in my old bedroom. Oh, no, Grandma. She is very Catholic. Oh. And was as close to being a nun without being a nun as one can get. Okay. We did not talk about our experiences to her before her time with us, but she had a violent experience of her own during her stay. One night she was asleep and she said a woman visited her in a dream. The woman attacked her and caused my grandmother to yell out in her sleep until my dad went in and woke her. The next morning she took my brother and they got some saints medallions (laughs) and ran into a priest (laughs) that blessed them for us. (laughs) We tacked the medallions into the four corners of the house and she said a prayer or a blessing on the home. During the prayer, I kept hearing whispering that was urgent but incomprehensible until the moment the prayer was finished, and suddenly everything was very quiet. After that, I didn't experience anything in the house again. Can you imagine no. praying and hearing this like, oh, yeah, oh no, my thank God. you, no, thank oh you. What if it really was like a grandma, though, and she was like, how dare you get rid of me? I am just <laughs> here to, help you. to make amends with you and your mom. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One thing we find interesting to look back on is that I started having violent grand mal seizures at the grand mal seizures, grand mal seizures at the age of 12. And they stopped after my grandmother blessed the house. Oh. Medically speaking, we were never able to confirm that I had these seizures, but they were very real. Both my parents would witness it and have to clean up, clean me up after these episodes. So we know something was happening to me. Oh my gosh. Looking at it now, I sometimes <gasps> wonder if something was affecting <gasps> me. Currently, my parents and brother live in a little two story house in Villisca, Iowa. Known for the Velisca axe murdering. We, I think you did that episode, didn't you? First, they did not put the medallions up until one night when both my parents heard a woman's voice in the living room saying, she said to lay down <gasps> to their dog that had stirred. Oh, no. My brother claims he hears a woman calling for him and regularly will come out of his room asking our mother if she was calling to him when she hadn't been. Oh, no. The weekend I stayed, I was alone in the living room, my brother in his room above, and heard what a sound was heard it sounded like a bowling ball hitting the floor in a corner of his room upon asking his bed is in that corner and nothing could have been dropped so we aren't sure what that was all about i live in sioux falls south dakota and being away from my family i rarely experience anything anymore i sometimes see things out of the corner of my eye but overall just ignore everything because i don't have the energy to deal with it i mean (laughs) girl (laughs) you've had plenty 
Again, I'm sorry for how long this ended up being. I love the podcast and hearing everyone's ghost stories really inspired me to finally write down my own. Thanks for reading, Zoe. Zoe, love it. Love it. Yeah, we're so happy you wrote it. You had so many. Like, I can't. Yeah. You you grew up in, like, the Amityville house. (laughs) In pure chaos. Ghost town chaos. Okay. Here's another one. Hello, my name is Levi, pronounced like the jeans. (laughs) I'm from the UK and 100% have witchy blood in me. My whole life, I've been told that I have a gift that's been passed down from my nan to my mom to me. I assume it came from my nan's mom, who was a gypsy, and from her ancestors as well. I'm not sure how or why it chooses who to present itself in, as we all have siblings as well, but it's chosen me out of this generation. I only have a son, and it's definitely chosen him. He's only four, but sometimes says things that he can't have known beforehand. That's like Willow. Yeah. Such as when we go to nursery, he'll know if a teacher was off sick, and the exact teacher would be. Oh. Even though we both saw her good and well the day before. He'll oddly know when my mom's at the door or coming to visit as well as say, Nanny's here. Anyway, now for my actual story. Oh, cool. Myself and my son live in a masonette. So it's like a house above a flat. As you come into it, it stairs straight away. Then you come up and it's the front room, kitchen, bathroom, my son's room, and then more stairs, which lead up to my room and the attic storage space. It's the stairs that have always been a problem for us. A while ago, I was laying on the sofa with the door open a crack so I could hear if my son woke up. I kept seeing movement out of the corner of my eye and could just see the top of the first set of stairs so mm. from the front door. Mm-hmm. I kept on seeing it, so I decided to stare. Oh, gosh. As I'm looking, I see a face <gasps> just peer around the stairs at me. <gasps> I tried to snap a picture, but it went so fast that I missed it. I didn't have any bad feelings, so I just told it to go away and it's not welcome here. Oh. Which I guess if... You're Levon. You're just used to this. Yeah. You have this gift. Because yeah. my reaction would be like, what is that? Why are you here? What are we doing? <laughs> I haven't seen anything on the stairs since. One morning, my son gets up and goes to the toilet. He starts crying, so I follow him in and ask what's wrong. He told me he'd seen a man on the stairs watching him as he went in. I assured him it wasn't anything and no one was there. I sage and cleanse our home often, but recently have been having dreams of a man in a large hat who is always on the stairs. <laughs> Also, the stairs going up from the first floor to my room, I've seen movement, but never caught anything. Luckily, since my son saw the man, he said he hasn't seen anything since. So hopefully, whoever or whatever it is has left us be. Sorry this was so long. Just wanted to be able to put it all in. I absolutely love listening to your podcast. I love the ghost story sent in. Hopefully, this will be one. P.S. Your accents are amazing, and I love them and you guys. Also, Olive is my favorite name ever. God bless and keep being your amazing selves. Wow. You guys are so cute. That's so fun. Okay. Hi, Kara and Megan. Hello. I'm not too sure if you're still taking listener ghost stories. We sure. Are always. Forever. Just some background info. My name is Liam, and I'm from a town called Lut- Luton in England. Mm-hmm. Luton. Luton. You I'm not sure. Yeah. I just turned 18 at the time of writing this. Happy birthday. Yeah. From whenever this was. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have really helped me recently as I work drive through at a fast food place and listening to the pod helps remind me that good people still exist. Uh-huh. You guys are literally the best. <laughs> you are. I've got an actual ghost story and then just a fun little anecdote that you, that you might find funny. So I'll start with the real story. When I was about five years old, my granddad died. I never met him myself, so it didn't really affect me. I kind of just went on about my days. However, obviously my mom was hit quite hard. She hadn't seen him in a few years before his death. Him and my grandma divorced when my mom was a young adult, and they just grew apart over time. So when she went to the funeral home with her sister to organize his funeral and ended up in the same room as his coffin, it was the first time she had been in the room with him in a long while. That's hard. It's sad. 
Anyway, she was in the room with his coffin alone when suddenly a lace blanket type thing that was resting on his coffin flew off the coffin. It didn't fall. Let me be clear. It was like someone pulled it off and tossed it to the floor. My mom was quite freaked out by this, but didn't think too much of it until a few days later. Really? You didn't think too much of it? You didn't. You're you just didn't like, well, qu- happened. You didn't question it at all? <laughs> you didn't say, well, what's that? Why did that happen? I had just gotten home from school and me, my mom, and my aunt were sitting in our kitchen or dining room when all of a sudden our pots, which were stacked up in a corner of our kitchen, fell over suddenly out of nowhere. Let me be clear. This had never happened before or since. And we've had the same spot, same pots stacked in the same way in the same place oh my gosh. for years. Weird, right? Yeah. Anyway, later that night, me, my older sister, and my mom were heading to bed and locking the house up for the night when we went to turn off the lights, but the switch wouldn't work. Oh. We tried upstairs, too, and the lights up there wouldn't turn off either. Oh. It was about 15 minutes before we were finally able to get them off. My mom says she thinks this was her dad trying to say goodbye Uh and that he hadn't forgotten about her. Honestly, I'm not a huge believer, but I like to think it's true. I know that there are other possible explanations, but I have to admit it was freaky. And this experience of ours definitely makes me see the existence of ghosts as a good possibility. Yeah. The lace thing on the coffin. Yeah. I'd sure say that's something. (laughs) Now, here's a quick little almost ghost story that happened about a year or two later. So my mom was a nurse and a DJ part time. Okay. Whoa. That's the coolest thing ever. So she would work nights, at least a little late, quite often. My older sister would usually babysit. Or rather, throw parties that I was at very much past my bedtime. <laughs> sometimes we would have a neighbor from across the street babysit me. One of my older sisters ended up having a baby with her brother a few years later. I want to make it clear because of the way that's worded. But the older sister had a baby with the neighbor's brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our families knew each other quite well. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> One night when she was babysitting. We were in my room playing video games together or something like that. And her friend was there too. Earlier in the night, I had put my dog in the garden to use the bathroom and stuff, but I forgot that I did that. Cut to a while later and we hear her barking outside wanting to be let in. I had completely forgot that I had let her out. And so we were all really freaked out. (laughs) Like, who or what let her out? In the end, we ended up running scared out of my house and across the street to her place where we stayed until my mom came home later that night. While we were there, I did actually remember that I had been the one to let her out. But for a hot moment, I thought that there was a door opening spirit just chilling in our kitchen. <laughs> if, I, if it had been me and I had realized, I wouldn't have said a word. I wouldn't have told anybody. I would have, like, I would have just kept going along with definitely it. Ghost. Definitely ghost in here. Who knows what could have happened. Poor dog. Just got let out all by herself. I hope these aren't too long and rambly and no. you guys actually find them somewhat interesting. <laughs> love you it. both and the podcast. I love it. So oh my God. Okay. So fun. do one more. Hi, my name is Emily. Beautiful. I'm I from, love how that's spelled. I do too. It's spelled E-M-M-A-L-E-I-G-H. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from British Columbia, Canada. 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 <laughs> and I have a cute ghost story for you. So at my house, I sleep downstairs. To come in my room, you have to go through a glass door, which is right by the stairs. Well, anyway, my old golden retriever named Bailey used to wag her tail at the top of the stairs, waiting for me to open the door so she can cuddle with me. Um, Now that she's gone, I can still look up the stairs and see her shadow wagging her tail. So I leave the door open so her spirit can cuddle with me. Oh. And then she says, if you could use my name, that would be awesome. Thank you guys for being there for me when I was really low with depression. You got me through it. You guys are amazing. Bye. 
You're amazing. Emily. You're so cute. Oh. Uh, Sweet Bailey. Also, I love how all these dogs are golden retrievers almost. <laughs> Adorable. So cute. Of course, a golden would come back and want to snuggle. Oh, of course. Okay. So that is the ghost stories for the week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do some shout outs. Oh, great. I'm so good at these. Because we're behind. <laughs> but we are catching up. The shout outs, you guys, if you are a Patreon subscriber at the Body of a Goddess or the Janet Levels, one of the perks is you get a shout out on the podcast where we usually mispronounce your name. Butcher your name. (laughs) Not on purpose, (laughs) but also unapologetically. Right. Words (laughs) are hard. (laughs) Okay. Maria Chun. Miranda Brock. Michelle Landis. Bonnie Zabo. Sharon Turner-Bell. Darcy Perido. Colby Tetlow. Mm -hmm. V. Vermeil. Emma Kirksey. Nicole Price. Jesse Lanning. Kimberly Anderson. I almost butchered that one. <laughs> yeah. It's like a normal name. Simone Raz. Ayala Duke. Madison Pascal. Cynthiana Dickey. Janet Dye. <laughs> Kelsey Jones. Katie Bryant. We did really good this we time. We did. Wow. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. And thank you for those of you who are part of the Patreon. We appreciate you so much. We're about to record some Patreon episodes right now. Yes. And we love you so much. Yeah. Goodbye.